to the freak easy oh that's that's my favorite one that was good (laughs) spin-off podcast to the geek easy i'm your host (laughs) please do it the whole time count jerry (laughs) nula i think i can do this if he does it the whole time joined of course by my two guest hosts i can do it too (laughs) (laughs) and i'll just do my best lon chaney Hi, I'm Lon Chaney. Yeah. <laughs> You're my girlfriend now because I say so. That's that's Lon Chaney. <laughs> For real. I'm psychic. <laughs> What's up, guys? We are talking this week about something very near and dear to my heart. Yeah. The Universal Classics. Mm-hmm. What'd you guys think? Is this your guys' first experience with the Universal Classics? As full movies, yeah. Like, yeah. I've seen parts of a bunch of these before, uh, yeah. but it doesn't play the same. Yeah. I was nope. going to say, I mean, and watching these, you realize just how iconic these are. Yeah. Even if you have never watched these movies before, like, there's so much about them that I recognized, even though I have never seen the movies all the way through before. Right. Yeah. It was awesome. Yep. There's definitely something ingrained mm-hmm. in you know like in the culture and especially particularly in like Halloween that even if you've never seen these movies when you watch them they feel very familiar yeah so we watched Dracula 1931 Frankenstein 1931 uh, what was the next one uh, the mummy which was 1932. Wolfman, which was all the way in 41, mm-hmm. and then we watched Creature from the Black Lagoon. Which was 52, 50, I think. Yeah, yeah way, so way yeah. in the 50s. Yep. So that's another thing I was kind of surprised about when I was looking them up. Like, um, I don't know, you just kind of lump all these guys together because they're the classic universal monsters. Mm-hmm. But man, these some of these movies came out decades apart from each other. Yeah. You know, like, I oh, mean, that's sure. a 20-year difference right there. Yeah. Yep. Between some of those like most iconic monster characters, so that's kind of cool. Well, and I think like part of the familiarity is that these movies have been like spoofed or not even spoofed necessarily, but like alluded to so mm-hmm. many times that I thought the modern illusions I was seeing was to movies that were just alluding to these right in the first place. Oh yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'd see something, I'd be like, oh, that's like from that seventies movie that apparently was also <laughs> that they took it from this thirties movie. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yep. totally. Yeah, these. These were total roadmaps. Like mm-hmm. they they created these characters, but also like the genre itself. Like you can see so much in all of these types of movies, like from these few films here that we watched. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Well, you know, I, I mean, just just in vampires. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Just in vampires. There, there are kids today that. Will you know? Will go blah. I'm a vampire. Blah, mm-hmm. imitating Bella Lugosi. Yeah, who couldn't tell you who Bella Lugosi is? Have never seen a Dracula movie, yeah. much less his Dracula movie. You also, know what I mean? He never said blah blah <laughs> blah, blah, blah. blah. I I don't know where that comes <laughs> uh, from. Maybe not in your copy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and it's a deleted scene. I love that too because that's like a thing. Like uh, Hotel Transylvania. Have you ever seen it? Like because Adam Sandler plays. Dracula in that movie, and he does a Bella Lugosi impression as Dracula. But they joke about that all throughout the movie because he's always like, "I don't say blah blah. Where does blah blah come from?" Because every time somebody does a vampire impression, that's what they do, and that's like a real thing. But um, that 
accent and everything and even just the look of the character with the little necklace with the cross on it and the cloak yeah. and everything that is all down to Bella Lugosi yeah. like he like became the iconic Dracula the iconic vampire is all right there from this movie it's amazing to see it's awesome <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Dracula. Uh, well, let's let's uh, let's start. Let's talk the movies. Okay. Um, and we'll start with Dracula because it was the first chronologically, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's my favorite. Probably, from like from a technical standpoint, the the least of the five that we watched, the the worst. <laughs> um, but man, I love it. It's it's the one I love, and and so much of that comes down to Bella Lugosi. Mm-hmm. He is just so. He fills up the screen every time he comes on. He fills up the screen, and he mm-hmm. just he just rules that movie. Love, yeah, um, he had <laughs> he's got a lot of awkward like close ups of him. Oh, oh dude, yeah, the close ups yeah. are so great. I just love those like quick, crazy like hard cuts that they do all yeah. the time, where they're yeah. just like close up of a face, close up of another face, close up, like I don't even know what's happening here, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like it's like these reaction shots. Yeah, there was exactly. long awkward reaction. <clears throat> Except shots. he's so still. <laughs> Yeah, they almost look like, yeah, they look like stills. Um, But that's also, that's kind of a thing you see in a lot of um, movies from that era. Yeah. It's like those kind of, not not like with Lugosi, you know, like with Lugosi, they they were just like, okay, just stand there and hypnotize the camera with your eyes. And so he'd just be like, yeah, yeah, you know, Um, (laughs) but, but you will see that a lot. And I don't, you know, it always makes me wonder like where they got that shot from, you know, because sometimes it almost looks like. You know, because I, I watch a lot of old movies, um, and there's there's several like specifically I'm thinking of several shots in uh, It's a Wonderful Life, yeah. where like yeah, for some, sure. where somebody's saying something and it'll cut to somebody reacting, but the react the reaction isn't quite right, you know, and it's yeah, just like yeah. this weird single shot of them like. <laughs> You know, and it's, and it's like, what was that? Why did we put that in there? You know, uh, and uh, they do the same thing several times in, in the Maltese Falcon, which is another one that I love. But, yeah, you know, so it's kind of a thing from that from that era of movie making to get that shot like that. But I love it. Yeah, I did. too. <laughs> I was really impressed. Like, first of all, watching all of these movies in black and white gives them just this. Mm really cool like aura Uh you know like i don't know what it is but it definitely makes them feel more halloween or just feel more you know um i was really impressed with like the sets for for this movie oh yeah uh Castle Dracula looks yeah. so I was cool. Say, some of those painted backdrops. Too, oh, they like look when so got the cool. Carriage going towards yeah, the castle, when the carriage know, was yeah, going up to the castle. Awesome. But and then all the stuff in the castle, just like it, just looks so grand and spooky, and like it was awesome. Yeah. I, I was just so impressed. Got with those the spider sentences. webs everywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, and I love that and scene. And a giant spider. Yeah, I know. I was gonna <laughs> yeah. say I love that scene where Dracula just like walked through it and like what like it didn't phase him or anything, and yep. and. Uh, uh, Ren- Renfield. Renfield's just like, what the? There's like a spider web here, and like, like pokes it with his cane or whatever. Yep. I, I was like, that's amazing. Like, yeah, it's just so weird and subtle, but I don't know. I like. How good it. was that dude? He was Renfield. Awesome. Yeah, oh, Renfield yeah. was yeah, great. Yeah. And uh, uh, that we we talked about this a little bit when we were watching Puppet Master, mm-hmm. but you had brought up 
uh, six shooters laugh how you thought that it was recycled from something else. That's totally Renfield's Renfield. laugh, oh, right? For sure. yep. Yeah, yep. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they used, right? Yeah. Yeah. Six shoot. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I noticed it immediately. You planned, it the, totally... you planned the whole thing, didn't you, Jeremy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why I brought. That's why I brought it up. Nicely <laughs> done. I, I just wanted. I, I I suggested this whole spinoff podcast just so I could make that connection. So we can make it brilliant. Now everybody knows, and you now, can, now knows. you can take credit for yeah. it. Yeah, I like it. Put it on the internet, quick. I'm gonna get it. A... <laughs> yeah, it stood out to me. I noticed it right away, mm-hmm. and because he does it so much in the movie too, and every time he does it, I'm like, that's that's it. It's so like distinct that yeah. is de- like if they didn't sample that specifically they definitely homaged it oh, right sure. because yeah. it's had to be it's the same thing it's the exact same yeah. laugh yeah um so i don't know do we need to give a rundown of the storyline or can i mean people know like we yeah. meet we meet dracula yeah renfield renfield goes yeah. to meet dracula your transylvanian count turns out to be vampire yep. yeah yeah <laughs> goes to london yeah <laughs> so was there Meets a Van reason Helsing. given for him wanting to go to London? I was a little unclear on that. Like, like because they, they the whole thing was like he sent for Renfield, and then when Renfield got there, he hypnotized Renfield and was like, "Yeah, now you're gonna well, take just, me to I London." Just, I, I just assumed like he was in such a small area, and everybody kind of knew his shtick at that point. He so was he probably running out of people to eat, so he just needed to go somewhere where there's more people he could yeah. eat. That was, okay. yeah, that's, that's what, all I need. Now that's me jumping to that conclusion. I mean, but, but it makes yeah. sense, and that's all I need. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Um, yeah, because that's basically what happens. He goes there and just starts eating people. Yep. And then, for whatever reason, decide... Dracula's gonna Dracula, dude. Yeah. Yeah, well, dude. He's well, he, he's he's not he's not there to he's not there to charm the ladies, <laughs> except to make them dinner. You I know was gonna what I mean? say, well, except for the one that he decides to turn into a vampire and like bring back as one of his well, brides. Or well, whatever. but well, yeah, but he's got. I mean, he's got three brides back in Transylvania. Already. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um. So like that's that's a thing, but he's not. He's right. not. He's not the lovey-dovey, right, 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 sexy right. vampire. So that's we just have what today. I mean. Like that's yeah. what he does. He takes brides every once in a while, turns them into vampires, but then he eats everybody else because he's a vampire. Mm-hmm. That's all we need. That's all we need for yeah. Dracula. Uh, Van Helsing. It was kind of fun to watch Van Helsing in this movie. Um, he's an old guy, like an old professor. He's an old yeah. professor, but he's like not Hugh Jackman. He's not Hugh Jackman. <laughs> that wasn't Hugh Jackman. <laughs> what? That wasn't Hugh Jackman. No, it wasn't. He looked just like him. <laughs> um, but I like how like hip to Dracula he was. Like right he, off the bat, he dude. knew what was up. Yeah. He knew what was going on. Straight called him out when he showed up. Yep. Like, ah. Van, Van Helsing's gonna Van Helsing. Yeah, bro. dude. Yeah. He's like ah, this dude. You know, he didn't have a reflection. Oh, he's a vampire. That's right. why. And just like straight, like just laid it out. Like people were just like, man, you you crazy. Well, he he no, knew I'm he Van knew Helsing. he had already known because they did that scene um, at the school or laboratory wherever van helsing worked where he was like inspecting a body and inspecting the blood and he's like oh they've all been exsanguinated we only you know only one type of thing does that yeah and somebody was like ah don't give us your superstition and he's like superstition can be super i don't know why it affected that yeah that was He talks the same. Yeah, he, yeah. he does, just like that. I think it's funny how, how many bigger words we knew back in the 30s. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Can you least... imagine Jonah Hill saying exsang... Ex- ex- <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> Exsanguinated. There we go. Yeah. I, uh... um, I love... I, I really like... So, like, you know, we've seen a lot of times, you know, Vampire Lord shows up, makes himself a ghoul. 
Yeah. Right? Uh, or makes, like, a ghoul servant have running around. Right, right, right. Um, Renfield became his ghoul servant. I thought he was great. You know, he wasn't, like, a zombie or, you know, a lot of times the ghouls get real gross and, like, start falling apart. And yeah, no. They're like a ghoul, you know. He's just, like... He's, he's he just got creepy. He, he got super creepy. He got super crazy. He wanted to eat, uh, eat bugs all yeah. the time. Yeah. <laughs> Flies at first, and then spiders, and then rats, and then they promised him rats, and then they promised him rats. Anything with blood that wasn't human, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so many rats, so many rats. Uh, I love this scene. I love the scene, like the showdown scene. Well, not not the showdown scene. Um, the first time Van Helsing confronts Dracula. Because he sees him, he sees him in a he sees him in a, well he doesn't see him in a mirror right. when he should be in the mirror, and so he's kind of he's super interested in that and he keeps looking back and forth, um, and then he shows the mirror to Dracula, yeah. who like gets angry and slaps it out of his yeah. hand, <laughs> you know, and then he kind of gives him a compliment and then just leaves, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But it's such a great scene, just the two of them playing off each other, you know. Yeah, I love it too when he did that like. Super casual, just like pulled the crucifix out of his coat, and dr- like when Dracula was like coming up on him, and yeah. he was like, "I bet you don't like this, huh?" <laughs> Dracula's like, and was yeah. just out. <laughs> it was amazing, dude. He was Gone. just he was so smooth. It was ridiculous. <clears throat> yeah, all of the mannerisms and everything on Dracula, it was amazing. Like yeah. just watching him like do the the creep base, you know, like <laughs> with the hands all the time. And anytime somebody showed him the crucifix, he did like the the drawn Hit up it with like his coat. Yeah, yeah, the coat up over his face and, and hissing away from yeah. the. It was when he, amazing. When he, when he was eating a chick, he'd swing the yeah, cloak around swing him. the swing the cloak around. And, yeah. and you know what um, stands out to me about all that stuff? <clears throat> None of it looks cheesy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like we've seen it so many times, and we've seen other guys who homage it, spoof it, satire it, but it's always like a joke. Like, <laughs> you uh-huh. know what I mean? Uh-huh. And like, no, he just makes it cool and smooth. And just like, get him, Legos. Yeah, get know, him man. up. Yeah, get him. Get him. <laughs> Uh, uh, so who were so, we rooting for? Yeah, I know. Hey, I know he was awesome. He totally like just stole the movie for mm-hmm. sure. Uh, so they they track him down to the castle that he's Carfax, staying in, Carfax Abbey. Yeah, yeah, and um, like Van Helsing knows how to take take him. Weird how they had branding right? all the way back then. <laughs> Carfax, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> Uh yeah, so I love it because there's like the two the two coffins in there, yep. and the one of them's empty, and that's where they thought that the girl was. Yeah, uh, Mina. Yeah, because she was uh she was like turning vampire, but wasn't all the way vampire yet. That was the other thing too. I loved because uh, the whole way to make somebody else a vampire is they have to drink Dracula's blood. So they did that whole thing, and that's what happened. Like she drank his blood, and then she felt like more alive than she's ever felt before, and she was all strong and everything. Like like they had that whole moment. And that's that's another one of those things that like you always see referenced in vampire stuff yeah. because of that. So that's cool. Um but I love how like there was really no final fight or anything. Like like uh, Van Helsing's just like, oh, there he is. He's in here. Give me that yeah. thing over there so I can hammer the stake <laughs> yeah. into his heart. Yeah. And then he just does. Yep. yep. And like you hear, you hear Dracula go, Ugh! and then that was off a drag- screen. Drag- drag- off screen. Yeah. yeah. The camera, the camera's on Jonathan <laughs> like, and Mina because they've got that whole chase scene kind of like where he takes her to the castle and they show up to come get her and they're like looking for her and everything and then apparently like day just breaks and he's like, well, got a nap. Yeah. You know? So he's yeah. just gone and the next time you see him he's just in a coffin sleeping. 
and then he gets staked and yep. deaded. <laughs> yep. And then she's just fine, I guess. Yeah, I know. That's so. So that was one yeah. Thing. When they kill Dracula, she's I guess good to go. That's what they. I mean, that's definitely what they implied. Yeah. As long like, as she had Renfield fine too, then theoretically, I guess. As long as good she hadn't. Him. As long as she hadn't fed yet. Because they they definitely said something like uh, she can be saved or something yeah. like okay. that, like at the end, because. I think uh, he. When they said a couple times, if she feeds, we won't be able to save her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, and this also like this kind of starts a trend with all of these movies that I I kind of love. Like they staked Dracula, they found the girl. She's like, oh thank goodness you found me, and then the credits just rolled, (laughs) and that was it. Yeah, that was the end. Uh, So they didn't roll. It was just a. Oh yeah, yeah. Still, still shot. shot, still shot, no <laughs> still rolling shot credits. All at once. Yeah, um, no, no cameramen. No, it was just actors too. That, that yeah. because well, there was no and, and no I, crew. You know, I don't because they give the in the older movies they always give the cast at the beginning. Yes, yes. And then, you know, sometimes they'll do it again at the end. I didn't notice at the end, but I think it was this one I noticed at the beginning. Like the three main. Uh, actors all had like all caps on their mm. names, and then everybody else was kind of lowercase. Yeah. yeah, which I thought was a real cool like just way to feature your, you know, because I mean nowadays everybody gets billing rights and yeah. it's negotiated in whose name comes where and all oh, sorts of yeah. stuff like that. Who's a star? Who's yeah. a co-star? Back then it was like everybody was just on the screen, like all twelve people in the movie yeah. are just there, but they kind of just gave that little emphasis to the to the main stars, which I thought was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was super fun and. uh I just, I love the way that, and this, this will happen several times when we're watching these movies, but I just love how this movie ended. Like, the climax of the movie goes straight to the credits. Like, there's just nothing else at yeah, the end. We don't yeah. need anything else after yeah. that. Dracula's dead. Roll the credits. We're yeah. done. <laughs> See you guys later. Thanks for coming. Well, I guess, too, because <laughs> they were like, uh, all right, we're going to head back to town. You coming? And Van Helsing's like, yeah, I'll be there in a little bit. And then, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Uh, also, we can't we can't move on without mentioning the the times. Well, well, I wanted to bring up because um, you had mentioned how it was kind of weird to because he he would turn into a bat, and mm. they, they talked about him turning oh, into a wolf. They turned into a wolf too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, they also used wolf's bane to keep him away, yeah. not not like garlic. garlic or something. Yeah, yeah not so. garlic. Yeah, yep. and I have heard that before. Wolf's bane yeah. being like a vampire deterrent. I don't know. So now I'm curious where the garlic came from. If it wasn't this movie, yeah, they didn't mention garlic. That'd be interesting here. to find yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also loved all the scenes because there's several scenes where like he kind of shows up as a bat. Like eavesdropping or something, and Jonathan Harker just runs up to like shoo him away. I mean, they don't—they they obviously don't know he's Dracula, yeah. but like, it's still normally like, normally he's able to just shoo him away. And so I think it's real funny. Like, like Dracula's like, oh, see what they're doing. Oh no, oh <laughs> yeah, so, you know, and just flutters away. Like, I just think it's funny how hardcore London dudes in the '30s were. <laughs> yeah, because if a bat that size flies up on one of us, we just go, ah, get out of here, bat. I know. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. That bat yeah. was huge. Well, and they're just time. like, man. Yeah, beat yeah. a bat. Get well, out of here. Yeah, well, that one time Mina's, Mina's like, talking to the bat as he's trying to, <laughs> yeah. and he's just like, he's oh, like yeah. look out, it'll get in your hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and she's well, having a the conversation. Bat where, like, he yeah. thinks she's, like, responding to him. Because yeah. right at the end, like, she says something that doesn't make any sense. He's like, yeah, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Such a good move. It was awesome. I loved it. Uh, so, obviously, that came out. Um, so, now, Bella Lugosi had actually played Dracula on the stage before this. So he, okay. had, he had been like a stage actor and he had done, he had played Dracula a few times on the stage. Um, but he comes, he does this in America 
and obviously he's a huge star. Yeah. And so they immediately offer him another role for another horror movie that they're making, Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Which he turns down. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. I looked that up and saw that. Uh, because, of course, Boris Karloff goes on to famously play mm-hmm. uh, Frankenstein. Yes. But uh, what, I was, what I was reading on here was that uh, it was a different director or something originally. and Yeah, some, some different crew with a different vision. Uh, they wanted to make the monster more of just a mindless killing machine. Yeah, it took they took away like his human, like the yeah, like his, like his that's, sympathetic side, his, the sympathetic side right. of Frankenstein. I wanted to make him like a, a killing machine. Yeah, and uh, Bella Bella Lugosi wasn't on board with that, right. so he turned down the role, and then. Ultimately, it was changed to be more like Mary Shelley's novel, which yep. is what we ended up getting with Boris Karloff. Right. So, so <laughs> Bela Lugosi turned it down because he didn't like it, and then it ended up getting changed anyway. Yeah. So that's really interesting stuff. Yeah. Yep. Well, you wonder though too if he would have signed on, would it have changed? Right. Or yeah. Have stuck with. Oh, they, they would have stuck gone with ahead. Yeah. 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 And I, I always thought that was interesting too, in the sense that like when I was watching Dracula, I noticed how short Bela Lugosi was mm-hmm. standing next to everybody else. And when you think of Frankenstein, like Boris Karloff, like looks tall and lumbering, and like that's what you think of when you think of Frankenstein. How different would Frankenstein have been yeah. if Bela Lugosi became the iconic look for Frankenstein? Yeah. Well, that'd have been interesting. Well, one thing I'll say, I don't think in the book that being huge and lumbering is part of the monster mm-hmm. in the book. I don't think so, so either. You know, yeah, but like this movie created the like, yes the look that people know of Frankenstein. Right. Yeah, right? Like, Boris, that's not Boris Karloff. Created Frankenstein. Yeah, bolts in the neck, flat head, <laughs> yep. green skin. That like that all comes from this portrayal yeah. of Frankenstein, not the book. Yep. So yeah. Uh, so what do you guys think of Frankenstein? I liked it. I was going to ask about the sympathetic nature of the character because I was I was wondering if it played that way in the 30s, mm-hmm. or if it was just the scary monster. Because like there's those scenes where you know when they when you when you're first really meeting him like after he's up and about. And, uh, uh, you know, Fritz is being a total jerk to him. Dude, Fritz, dude. And, and no. all that stuff. Like, did audiences <laughs> in the 30s, like, go, you know, oh, this monster's terrible. Yeah, whip that monster. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> not, not quite to that level, but essentially, yeah. Because looking at it through this lens, I'm like, man, I hope he really, I hope he just murders Fritz and tears uh, him apart, you know. Well, and then yeah. he murders Fritz, and I was like, yeah. Wait, am I supposed to feel that I way? I know. I don't know what's going on right now. Well, that seemed, though, like, I was getting mad, though, too, because I was like, man, yeah, I'm totally on yeah. Frankenstein's monsters side right now <laughs> because, like, well, like they're they're Frankenstein's kind of doing that thing where they're like they're showing him the light and he's like, oh, light, and then they turn it off and he's like, oh, where'd the light go? And so like they're kind of having this moment with him where they're like, oh, look, yeah. we're teaching yeah. him this stuff, and then Fritz runs in and starts waving a torch in his face, <laughs> which <laughs> doesn't stop, which was hilarious too because he comes in with a torch like not like he's attacking him, he's just got it and it clearly freaks the monster out. And so Henry Frankenstein, which feels weird saying, yeah. is uh, is like, ah, get the torch away from him. And Fritz is like, oh. Ah! Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. And just yeah. starts shoving it in his yeah. face and chasing him around. I'm like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is, it's like, it's like torturing a puppy dog yeah. or something. <laughs> I, I definitely think that there's supposed to be some... Uh, I, I, I think they definitely got some uh, sympathies from him in the 30s um, because I and uh, of all the horror movies that we're talking about today, that one has so many sequels. 
Yeah. You know, um, and and it's not a thing that goes away because there there definitely is intended some sympathies for the uh, Wolfman. You know, yeah. when we get there, um, so like that's not a. It's I, I don't think it's like a brand new con. You know, I think I think they did it intentionally. Yeah. Um, quick rundown. You know, you know, I say quick rundown i'm thinking about this now i say quick rundown and i said even with dracula like ah, do i need to give the quick rundown um if i don't need to give the quick rundown it's because everybody knows the plots of these movies from these movies not for you know what i mean yeah. not from something else like this is where it is um in in this movie henry frankenstein is assembling a body of cadaver parts and uh he's got his uh Lovely henchman Fritz. Yeah, his henchman Fritz, um, who Danny Danny mentioned was surprised it wasn't Igor. Yes, yeah. Well, I mean, because when he first shows up, I mean, that's just that's a trope that you think of, yeah. right? That Doctor Frankenstein's assistant well, is that, Igor, and he's like a little hunchbacked weirdo right. <laughs> following him around. That, so it's like, oh, but his name's Fritz in this movie, and that was Renfield, wasn't it? Was it Renfield? Was it the same actor? Oh, I'm so. not actually no. sure. Yeah. Not actually That's a sure. good. I mean, they recycle so many of the actors for these movies. Um, yeah, I'm just this side of positive, but we'll do the research. You, I real mean, quick. You're, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. White, white. Fry. We probably shouldn't all stop talking and do okay. this. <laughs> Jerry, continue with the rundown. Um, so the yeah, good call. Um, so the rundown. So uh, so he gets the body assembled. Yeah. Um, he's got his girl who is worried about him with his, and and she goes to his friend Victor. <laughs> so not Victor, not Frankenstein. Not Frankenstein. The, the name Victor, change Victor is real Mortis. confusing. Victor yeah. Mortis is Victor his name. Victor Mortis. That sounds like a wrestling name. If I right. Remember. So not only not only is it uh, Renfield. When you look up Dracula, like the picture they have for Renfield is him playing Fritz. Oh. I am to be here. <laughs> nice. Okay. All right. So it's nice. the same guy. Cool. Um. So, Victor and what's the name? What's the girl's name? Helen. Yes. No, right. Yeah, Helen. Is it Helen? There was a Helen in one of these. Movies. There's a Helen in one of these. Um, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Victor, Elizabeth, uh, go to the school where Frankenstein is supposed to be studying, and meet one of his teachers who tells him that the coursework was moving too slow for Frankenstein, so he left. Um. And and apparently, I always think it's funny because apparently this doctor is just, or this professor who is uh, Van Helsing again, yeah. just stays in contact with Victor because he could gives him like all the answers. Like, yeah. well, he wanted to create life. No, he wanted to kill people and create life. Ah, so he moved up into this scary mountain castle to do his continue his experiments after he, we wouldn't let him kill people and bring them back to life here at the school. Like, what do we like? like hold yeah. on, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so he just he just ran away. Okay, yeah. great, yeah. Um, and, and I also I also really wish we had more backstory because I want to know where he made the transition from overambitious college student to. Like meeting Fritz and being like, "Hey, Fritz, you want to help me steal dig up some bodies and- with me?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would assume he probably found Fritz in the graveyard already. <laughs> doing that. <laughs> okay, maybe so. Um, so they go up to to see Frankenstein. I also love, and I think this this kind of works for it. Um, they show up to see Frankenstein, and he at first doesn't want to let him in because he's about to do their uh 
he's about to do his big experiment and bring the monster to life. And he doesn't want to let him in. This is after they got the wrong brain, too. I thought that was yeah, the oh, yes. part. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, they, they try to find a brain in the graveyard, and the neck's broken, so the brain's useless. Which I don't know much about anatomy, but sure. Yeah, okay, fine. yeah, I know. Well, me, I was like, man, okay, I'll well, take that explanation. Well, well, it's also super weird because the, he's like the neck's broken, it, it, the brain's useless. But then they just go and get the brain in a jar. Yeah, that, exactly. You know, it's like like you would think like, oh well, we need the spinal cord intact because that's what breaking the neck would do would break the yeah. spinal cord. But that brain in the jar is just like in the, the, in the jar. The yeah. So, so they're, but they're setting that up. Anyway, like the professor yeah. showing his class these two brains so they can look at the difference, and one's just like a normal person. And the other ones is like violent homicidal maniac. And right. like, you know, look at the difference in these brains. I'll leave them up here so everybody can study them. And then, like, everyone just runs out of the room as quick as they can when Dude. class is over. So well, Fritz, that's totally that's totally a thing, though, right? Yeah, like, yeah, even, sure. even back then. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But then Fritz sneaks in and grabs the normal brain and then immediately gets startled by a bell or something. It just drops it and it explodes. It's so... And so then he grabs the maniac brain and runs away with it. I know, it's just, like, that felt so, like, cartoony to me. Because, like, they're even labeled <laughs> normal brain, abnormal brain. Yeah. Like, they've got big labels on them. And he's like, uh, just take this yeah. one then. And just runs <laughs> off and never bothers to tell Dr. Frankenstein he grabbed the the, the, the killer murderer's brain. Or, well, yeah, did he... Peel the label off on the way back. Yeah, oh, I don't want him to <laughs> scratched off the A B, <laughs> yeah. so it said normal. <laughs> well, which, X. Yeah, which is another normal. thing that made me wonder about like the sympathetic aspect of it because like they set that up. Yeah, and so that makes me think, well, he's just going to be this like crazy, terrifying monster, and then they don't play on that at all, no, they and really they make don't. him a sympathetic figure. Yeah. which is another thing that made me go, it, did they make him a sympathetic figure, or is that like is that the twenty nineteen lens? And it was different. No, I I definitely think think they were going for the sympathetic thing, especially when we get to the scene a little bit later on. Yeah. Um, But, like, like immediately after Fritz starts shoving that torch in his face and freaking him out, they're like, well, we better go ahead and just chain him to the wall and leave him there. And then, (laughs) like, that's just their, their, (laughs) like, wait, hold on. Your jerk friend (laughs) was waving a torch in his face and... About to chain Frankenstein up now, or yeah. Frankenstein's monster? Sorry, I keep doing that. Yeah. Like, uh, well, well they even they even says that at one point. He's like, ah, Fritz always tormented him. Yeah, like, yeah. But it, well, he just it's people get well, tormented that, without getting without murdering somebody all the time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, because that was the other thing too. Because as soon as they were like, you know. Oh, Fritz is screaming. That's weird. Let's go check that out. <laughs> and then Fritz was murdered. Yeah. You know? yeah. But, like, Fritz was always always tormenting this giant monster thing. And so then it's like, well, we we only let Fritz torture him for, like, I don't know, five or six weeks. <laughs> yeah. And this is what happens? We better just kill him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. I mean, it's totally that thing, too, though. Like, uh, you know, you chain a dog up on a chain and you start messing with that dog. That dog yeah. is going to get meaner and meaner and meaner and meaner and... I mean, they they totally did that whole thing, but yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm starting to see why Frankenstein is so angry right now. Yep. You guys are being a jerk to him. Yep. I did. Uh, uh, remember when you first find Sloth and Goonies? Yeah. And he's kind of like that's the first thing I thought of. Like I was like, oh. uh, it was probably like a Frankenstein homage, like directly, like that uh-huh. the way he was like chained in that room and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, and yeah. He even had the same kind of like voice and. And and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, uh, just one of those that was like, I never realized that was an homage. Yep. Yeah, you know? yeah, totally. Wow, I didn't even think about that, but yeah, that's you're, you're spot on. I'm sure. So, uh, so the friends show up. Right, he's about to bring Frankenstein to life. 
I jump back to this because I, I think it's I, I always love I mean I think it I think it fits, but I always love how he's like, You have to get out of here. My work is my work is everything right now. You have to get out of here. And the doctor's like or or his friend is like, Come on, man, you can't actually think you can bring stuff back to life. And he's like, Oh yeah? Well come in and see. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I'll I mean, show you. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it fits with the kind of mania they're trying to portray in him at that point. Yeah. But it's just I always think it's it's because it's like that, you know, it's not like an he, instant turn. Yeah. yeah. And 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 the dude doesn't even really know what's going on. He's just like out of the blue, you know, he's like, yeah. You guys gotta go away. I'm I'm working. And he's just like out of the blue, like, come on, Henry, you can't think you can really give life. <laughs> and he's just like all right, come watch. I'm gonna show you right no, now. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like also like they do it. It's like they get that maniacal scene that you know he's alive, he's alive. Yeah. And then they just cut to like the girl <laughs> and the friend are just back in town, hanging out with his dad. Uh-huh. You know, and his dad's like, "What's going on?" And they're all like, "Yeah, you know, he's working. He's working. Yeah, yeah. 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 he's working." Yeah. Super weird. The transition yeah. there was real weird. And then the Burgermeister shows up. Well, the, Burger, the Burgermeister uh, Meister Burger. Yeah. Well. The, it gets real weird. I don't know about I real weird. A sound effect to play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Declared the toys be illegal. Yeah. <laughs> well, so they go back to the town where Henry Frankenstein's dad, Baron Frankenstein, like runs everything, and then we get like this super. Like I feel like it just there's these super awkward, kind of out of the blue like comedy segments of like. <laughs> you know, Victor's dad is just this blustering. Oh, the, the Burgermeister can't say anything important. You know, yeah. it's like, what is this guy doing in this movie? Yeah. Give you me know? wine, yeah. wine, yeah. wine, wine. This is yeah. my my grandmother's. This is my wine. grandmother's wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give any to the maids. It's wasted on them. <laughs> it's like, what is what is this guy doing in this movie? You know, and then and then he's, he decides that. You know, they're like, uh, the fiance and his friend are like, ah, Victor's working. And he's like, working? Pah, there's another woman. I'll get to the bottom of this. And he just goes up to the castle, <laughs> you know, like where he's holding Frankenstein. Yeah, yeah. His monster. His monster. Mon- well, yeah, where Frankenstein's holed up with the monster. And the other doctor who's just like part of it now until yeah. Frankenstein murders him. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> It's super Such weird. Good stuff. Yeah, it's super, it, yeah, it's super. It super it's just. It seems like two different movies. Uh huh. Well, because they they go through that whole scene too. Like we're kind of at that point now. So like, yeah, he went crazy. Mm-hmm. He killed Fritz. He killed this other doctor, yep. whatever. But then we go through all this stuff where all of a sudden it's just like, ah, everything's fine, and now I'm gonna get married and. I'm sorry yeah, I spent like so much time on this. Real, like, yeah. The monster runs away, and then they just transition to, I guess we'll do the wedding now. Yeah. yeah. Sorry <laughs> I spent so much time on the monster thing. That was my bad. Let's go ahead and get married now. Right. And, like, we're in and the, she's just all like, okay, yeah, fine, let's do Yay, marriage. And we're like right. just in this whole thing now. Um, but this is where uh, this is this is where we start getting into some of the other iconic scenes. Because yep. since the monster's out on the loose now, this is where he meets the little girl. Right. And this is one of those scenes where, like, even though I had never seen this movie all the way through, like, I recognized this moment. Yeah. Because this is, like, the... He has that personable moment with the little girl, and the little girl's not scared of him. She's like, hi, who are you? You want to... Can I show you something? Mm-hmm. Like, look at, look at these cool flowers. Aren't they pretty? The flowers float. And then the scene's pretty messed up because, <laughs> uh, uh, like, like Frankenstein's very entertained by it. 
and he thinks it's really cool and like he ran out of flowers so he decides to find out if that little girl will float like the flowers yeah. and he just picks her up and chucks her out in the water um they don't float down there which yeah. if he would have stuck around she would have yeah. Ooh, <laughs> wow 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 i mean a little dark i can never watch that scene without thinking of the scene from captain america where that nazi is like throws that kid in the in the lake and the kid's <laughs> yeah. just like it's cool i can it's swim, cool, I can swim. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, yeah. not this. This little girl can't swim. So, <laughs> well, I, well, it's funny. Like he just picks her up, and she's like, "Ah, you're hurting me." And yeah. then just gone. And well, yeah. So the scenes cut real weird. I noticed because like he chucks her out in the water, and then it instantly cuts to him like not in the same spot, and he's like. Oh, and crying and runs away, and I kind of felt like there was some weird choppiness going on there. And well, you almost, you up, almost. Okay, go ahead. So I looked it up nope. and saw that that scene was very heavily censored yeah. after it initially oh, came really? out because the, that scene caused quite the uproar of him murdering a little girl. Mm-hmm. And they actually cut out the whole part of him throwing her in the water. And that part of footage was apparently lost for years. And then it was end up found mm. um, when, like, I think it, they didn't re-add it to the movie until, oh my gosh... Let's see. I don't know if it's right here in front of me, but it was like <laughs> till much later. Much, much, yeah. much later. Like, <clears throat> like I'm talking like DVD release stuff. Yeah. They found oh, that wow. footage and cut it back into the movie. Oh wow! Okay, it was something that late. Um, but it still definitely feels like it's not all the way there. Oh yeah, right? for like, sure. Like it feels like there's an awkward cut after that. Like there's probably some of that footage still missing. Yeah. Yep. But uh, but they had cut that whole part out entirely because it was too unsettling. Wow. And that's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean that's. It's just one of those things, though, that shows you. I mean, well, but honestly, though, like lot, it was an so. unsettling scene, even as it was. Like as soon as he met her, I went, "Oh, oh, absolutely." Yeah. Um, yeah. I was watching. I, that's the only one that I watched uh, with Christina. And when I say watched, I say she was like on Facebook for most of the movie <laughs> and sleeping for the back half. Yeah. But the one part she was awake for was when that little girl got thrown in the water, and she went. Did he just kill that little girl? And she was pretty upset by it, and I'm pretty sure that's why she decided just to go to sleep after that and didn't yeah. want to watch anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it got her. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's still today. That's still a pretty unsettling scene. Yeah. See, this is the I, I watched this one with uh, with my son, who's five. Yeah. And this was the only like, I, and I think he would like all of these. Yeah. But I did think it was like I was like, oh, watch Frankenstein with me. This will be fun. And then we got to that part, and I was like, oh. and he did the same thing. He's like, is she dead? And I'm like. Yeah, yeah. kind of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, man, they cut. They they follow that up right with her dad carrying her dead oh, body through the. Oh my gosh! Which yeah. you know, it, like I'm I'm sure it was unsettling for the monster to kill her. Um, man, am I a little more haunted by the image of mm-hmm. her father carrying you know carrying his dead daughter through the look on his face and like oh my god yeah (laughs) of all best acting in all seven movies i was gonna say of all the movies we've watched i feel like that has got to be the most gruesome thing in all of them because none of them got this yeah Yeah. like that's the most uh unsettling of everything i feel like well because i mean like other people died but nothing is quite like a little girl getting murdered yeah yeah Yeah. it's always it's always worse when it's a kid yeah well, and they did the horror movie thing where, you know, like with Fritz, they set us up not to like Fritz. So when you come in and he's dangling from his neck, you're like, good. Yeah, yeah good. Take good, that, that, Fritz. Yeah, dwarf, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so then we, so then, so now we get the scene. So now we get the part where 
you know, the villagers are up in arms and they've got torches and pitchforks and they're going to chase down Frankenstein and murder the monster. Mm-hmm. And and we get a really, I, I think it's a really cool scene of how the, how they just like it's a cool scene to watch as they're chasing the monster all around um when frankenstein is finally able to to confront the monster again um you know i, I noticed a couple things uh because he's, he's kind of having that fight with the with the monster and like he's got his torch and like he's fighting and drops the torch and then the monster like throws him down like on top of the torch and the torch, they, like he kind of kicks the torch out. Of, like he lays yeah. on the torch for a minute, then kind of kicks it out of the way. And you know, I'm thinking, well, like, he's like leading right up to that. He's like kind of swinging and like, not to say that Frankenstein's monster was like comfortable with the torch at this point, mm-hmm. but there was definitely that like moment where Frankenstein's like, "Oh, I got this," and then realized like, "Oh, I'm not sure that he cares right now." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. This may not be the trump card I thought it was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, well, I'm also thinking about like cuz the like just the actors. Like those are the two actors doing that with a real torch and you can kind of see where it sets some of this like stage on fire, you know. <laughs> and I'm just like, man, that would be all CGI and three different stuntmen yeah, nowadays. Totally. Like, no, this was just to like uh Boris Karloff and his Frankenstein monster and uh what what's his name? Colin Clive, I think is the name of the guy who plays Frankenstein, like just kind of tussling around and getting thrown down and falling on the torch she dropped right there. <laughs> like, yeah, man, uh-huh. I know? noticed that too. Yeah, yeah. like good stuff. Um, they chase the monster up. Well, he he gets Frank. So after he beats up Frankenstein, the monster throws him over his shoulder and carries him up where they corner him in the windmill. Yeah, um, and I love because he carries him up. Yeah, I love because he carries him up and throws him off the windmill, and we got that just that great shot of that clear dummy <laughs> hitting the windshield oh, yeah. like, or hitting the like the big arm going round because Frankenstein throws him off. Right? Yeah, yeah. Us, oh, fantastic so awesome. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He just ragdolls down because he's just a ragdoll. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then but, they just like pick him up and he's like, eh, fine. Yeah. Well, I love they're just like, they're just like, get rid of him. Send him back. And then they just burn the thing down with him. You know what I mean? Like, like at that point, they're just like, ah, he'll be all right. Get him out of here. Kill the burn beast. it down. Yeah. And then Kill they just the burn beast. down. That was, yeah. That was, and then I felt bad for Frankenstein's yeah. monster some more. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know? then he just was trapped in there while the yep. thing was burning down. Really, I'm, I wondering, I think you're I'm supposed to. wondering now if I should have watched this with my five-year-old. Yeah, because <laughs> I just remember yeah. the other time this where he's just is... like, "Are they well, killing him?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah." See, and also with him, I guess being the sympathetic monster, it does make it a little, yeah. a little worse. Yeah, like I, I really do feel like out of all the movies, this well, one's probably the most intense as far as yeah. that yeah. stuff goes. Well, and he's he's screaming a lot, right? Isn't he screaming mm-hmm. when it's burning down? Yes. So yeah. you know, it's not like just a quietly into the good night dear no. monster it's yeah. like ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. man and, yeah. Then that, and then that log falls on that big thing falls on and then you just, just see the burns, yeah <laughs> which his scream kind of reminded me of something too like that like the way he was freaking out which could i mean could be a billion things but. oh yeah i'm sure you know probably something they've sampled before yeah you know not a, a wilhelm scream or anything but <laughs> Karloff scream. i do uh on a, on a on a lighter note every time the monster's on screen I, I get images of uh, Phil Hartman from Saturday Night Live where they used to do Tonto Tarzan and Frankenstein <laughs> and they would do like songs or whatever and they would sit there and they'd be singing them and they just cut to, cut to Frankenstein part and it would just be Phil Hartman dressed in full Frankenstein going fire bad <laughs> ridiculous oh man 
Okay, uh, so just to correct myself before we move on, uh, it was the 1980s when they found that okay. lost scene and then reincorporated it into all modern versions of the film yeah. after yeah. that. So, Which, I mean, it's right before. I mean, DVDs right came the DVDs. out in the early 90s. Yeah, so. So, so, the 19, so that scene was missing from the original release of that movie all the way to the 1980s because that scene got cut for censorship. So I didn't get added back in crazy. until the 80s. Yeah, it's crazy. pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. So as as intense and unsettling as that movie turned out to be, um, it also turned Boris Karloff into a huge superstar. Yeah, yeah. Well, this movie got like a pretty oh, yeah. a pretty big reception. Yep. And, uh, you know, uh, despite the censorship that happened to it because mm-hmm. of some of the uh, some of those those scenes. Right. Uh, it was a it was a widely well received movie. Like people yeah. loved this movie. Well, and, and you gotta imagine <clears throat> even even then, like that kind of stuff was good. You know, like yeah. if you you know if oh yeah yeah you know if you heard about the movie oh they had to cut they had to this. censor this stuff because yeah. it was so you know you gotta see it before yeah. <laughs> before exactly. you can't yeah. You know? yeah exactly even back then yeah. Um. So Karloff goes on to do the Mummy. All right. And The Mummy is 1932. Uh, so The Mummy is <clears throat> much, much different and probably not what you think. Uh, you know, we kind of, when, when you think about Karloff going from being Frankenstein to being The Mummy, and when we think about The Mummy, we remember, you know, you, you remember The Mummy and all bandaged up and kind of walking with the limp. And, yes. Um, all those came from later versions of the mummy in this one he's not really the mummy he spends most of it made up as a, a as yeah. an egyptian a, a wrinkly egyptian yeah, he's got like a weird face but. what delighted me about this movie was and impressed me with universal in general i guess yeah. because flash forward decades later when they do the brendan fraser movies yep. which i assumed were just like oh they wanted to make this big cg action fest and they wanted to, they just picked a monster and they right. ran with it. Like, no. That this, Brendan Fraser mummy movie is this movie with some CG action scenes added yeah. to it. Yes. Like yes. the storyline, the names, like everything is just carbon copy exactly yep. this story. Yep. The mummy's name is Emotep. Yeah. And uh what's Are you Nox, sure it's not Nox Nox in the moon? Imhotep? Imhotep. Dude, sometimes <laughs> Imhotep these guys and... say Imhotep in this movie instead of Emotep, <laughs> and it just makes me so mad. Because I'm like I'm like, all right, white guys pretending right. to be Egyptians. Stop so, saying Imhotep. I feel, I feel like that happened in the later ones too. It's uh, a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I don't feel like that was the first time I had ever heard that. You know? no. but, well, I think Imhotep. they do it the, the, the Americans do it when they first find the thing and the ones going, Imhotep. What's that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Imhotep. Like they played yeah. it off like yeah. a joke. That's that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> we should have forgot should've. about those Americans. I gotta go rewatch. Should, that. I was gonna say we yeah. should have. We should have watched the Brendan Fraser. Well, I love Princess yeah. Ankesanamun. Is yeah. that yeah. how you say Inoxinamun? Yeah, Inoxinamun. yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's her name in this too. So yeah. that's yeah. I, I was pretty. I was pretty. Yeah, uh, like I was like every time too. like they did a new thing, and I'm like, I already know what's happening. This is awesome. <laughs> I just could, I just couldn't stop going emote like the whole time I was watching this movie. Just every yeah. time he was on scene, I had to do yeah. it. Um, like this, is, this movie just needs some scarabs and a bunch of sand. Right. It's no. perfect. <laughs> the scarabs, man. Scarabs are the scariest part of that movie. No, I still have. Man, that's the, talk about they the crawl thing. Under your skin. Yeah, yeah. Man. Talk yeah, about the thing that sticks with you. Oh yeah. gosh. Ugh. 
Anyway. But that, um, that was the thing that surprised me, though, because we only see him as the iconic-looking mummy. Like, you see him, and it is very iconic. You're like, that's the mummy that I know. Yeah. But it's for one scene. Yeah. yeah. And then after that, he's normal guy in the... Like, he's in a disguise. Yeah. Like, like his face still looks all wrinkly and mummified, but it's, like, makeup or painted or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, uh... Well, I think, you know, I think they actually, like, kind of, like, like they pin, they had little pins or something I was reading somewhere that, like, pinched his skin to make it wrinkly like that. Really? Yeah. Oh, because, wow. Yeah, that I sounds remember. awful. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, yeah. Sounds, that sounds terrible. <laughs> yep. I was, I was watching a making of or something where they were talking about that and how just uncomfortable it was for him to do that but you know he's mm. such a professional that yeah. that's the what he did yeah. whatever um Ardeth bay Ardeth bay but you know so so this movie it's great i love it it's my least favorite of the five that we watched yeah by far i really enjoyed this yeah, one. yeah i did too. and i yeah. don't know like i i i can't promise if i rank them it wouldn't come in five but this was one of the happiest i was yeah all. but but again just because like it it really made me happy that mm-hmm. that 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 new version was just this version. Yeah, like and I just had, it's the same I thing. Never like, would have guessed. Like that. if you've seen the '99 movie, like the the bad guys' whole plan is exactly the yeah. same. He's trying to resurrect his lover from the past by using a reincarnation of her, what he believes to be the reincarnation of her yeah. in a modern woman. Yep. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like, he's just trying to bring his lover back to life. Which yep. which sounds also familiar from... I don't know. Puppet Master 2. That was Toulon's whole thing. Holy oh, cow, yeah. that was Toulon's <laughs> whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puppet yeah. Master. Yeah. Okay, Puppet Master, we yeah. see what you're uh, up to now. <laughs> Emotep Master. <laughs> um... Yeah, so there's a few things in this movie that stick out to me as, as that I just don't like. Uh, well, that that I think. Uh, well, I, I think one interesting thing about this movie, we have such a tendency, I think, to imagine like the creature feature. Yeah. So we just expect him to be like the mummy, kind of stumbling around the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and there's like some actual thought put into this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now my other complaint is that I really feel like they were. <laughs> yeah, I hate that too. <laughs> <laughs> no. Putting thought into these movies. No. Uh, <laughs> well, but, but here's here's my other thing. I think some of the thought they put into that movie was, hey, let's do Dracula again. Yeah. You know, I felt like there was a lot of. There's a lot of elements brought directly from Dracula. Um, you know, once again, we have the the actor who played uh, Van, Van Helsing. Helsing back in the Van Helsing role. Um, you know, he just he just randomly I don't know if he's an Egyptologist or what he is supposed to be in this one, but he pretty much just randomly figures out what's going on and then becomes the guy who confronts Emotep over it. Yeah. You know. Um, <laughs> There's a scene, you know, he's kind of hypnotizing the girl, you know, there's all that stuff where she wants to be, but she doesn't want to be. And is she going to be kind of like Mina was doing in, in Dracula? Yeah. When you when you say it, I can see all of yeah. that. I didn't feel any of it. When yeah. I, I, I didn't it. either while I was watching it, but I, we were talking about it earlier and I totally saw the same thing because it's. I mean, it is like, yeah, he hypnotizes the girl, he brings her back to the lair, mm-hmm. he's got plans to do what, you know, it, it's very similar. Yeah, it is he very used, similar. He uses a lot of magic. Yeah. Um, it's it's like a cool way to reboot it. And, and you know, that's one of the reasons that it's not my favorite, not like, I'm like, ah, oh, this these hacks, they're just redoing the same thing. You know what I mean? Not like that. Yeah. But it's one of the reasons it falls down to my bottom five. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite thing about this were all the clearly not Egyptian people playing Egyptians. 
which I get it was just the thing that we did back then. Yeah. <laughs> but there were some scenes where I was just like, all right, all right, man. <laughs> Whatever you say. Right. I mean, I mean, come on, Boris Karloff. Yeah. <laughs> Is, is the main star and he's like supposed to be an Egyptian yeah. but it's fine yep. <laughs> I can definitely say it's not my least favorite of the five yeah? I'm confident with that okay which is your least favorite? We'll get there. Okay. Right. <laughs> like she, uh, I like the. I guess there's not like a whole lot else to say about it because we kind of yeah. covered the whole thing there. Yep. But like the the end was kind of interesting where she just starts praying to Isis or whatever. Mm, yeah. And then the Isis statue just like comes alive and like defeats him. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like blasts him with that light or whatever it is, yeah. and then he turns back to a mummy, then turns into a skeleton, then <laughs> yep. falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> and that was just it. I thought that was awesome that they panned down though, and he was just kind of like yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I love the, that. Was, this was one of those really great reaction shots, right? Because they they kind of did that thing where, like, they they just showed the transition of him turning to a mummy and then slightly to a skeleton. But then they panned over to those guys who were just like staring, and then both looked down at the ground at the same time while like the sound effects of the bones falling. I was like, this is what great yeah. cinematography, right here. That's good <laughs> stuff. <laughs> um, although it is, you know, it's it's probably worth not- noting. Um, cause we're gonna, we're gonna have to talk about something here with the next movie. Uh, the damsel in distress saves herself in this one. Yeah. You know, which yeah. was probably not a thing, you know, I mean, it's not a thing that happens in any of the other movies. She seemed a lot less damsel-y, um, too, for most of the movie, except for the weird scene where, um, the one dude just started coming on to her and she just totally started making out with him for some reason. Yeah. I was like, what is actually happening here? <laughs> Because he was just like, oh, you're pretty hot. Let's kiss. Like, that's legit how that conversation kind of went. And yeah. then, and then like, they cut back into the office. And when they came back, they're just on the couch making out. I, also, <laughs> I was like, okay. Yeah, also, good also good how, job, bud. How weird does that chick look? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she looked like she's like the real life Betty Boop. Like, her mouth is real small. Her eyes are the super real big. Life Betty Boop. Like, I mean, boop, boop, boop. you know, she's just, I always thought she looked weird. <laughs> All right, so, so is that everything we got to say with the I think so, mummy? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think we've said em- is enough. Um, so we jump to uh, now 1941. Yep. For the Wolfman. For the Wolfman. The Wolfman. Uh, starring the Wolfman. Lon Chaney Jr. Uh, how'd you guys feel about the Wolfman? I thought it was really cool that, uh, the, the, uh, you know, in the 80s when they did Teen Wolf, pretty much the exact same movie again. Yeah. All the basketball and I didn't watch this. One. Okay. You didn't watch it? No, just kidding. Just just kidding. This was actually my favorite of the bunch, I think. Yeah. This was your yeah. favorite? Cuz this one played the most like a Cary Grant movie. You know. Oh, I can see just, that. Just but the, but then there's a werewolf at the end. Well, you know? it's it's Cary Grant was 40s, wasn't he? I mean, it's yeah. definitely that. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, right for sure in that era, yep. you know. And I thought Lon Chaney was pretty good. Like he definitely super creepy at the beginning, dude. You okay, know, like, <laughs> this but is, but that uh, seemed acceptable. I know. In the movie, well, so I, I guess that's what I was kind of laughing about you know? earlier. Because like uh, this is one of those movies where you're looking at it through a modern lens yeah. and you're going, "Whoa, bro, yeah. we need to rein yeah. that in I tell you just what, a little when bit." He, like when he finally because the you know basically. <laughs> You know, this guy comes back to the town that his father runs again, pretty much. <laughs> right. So that's that's another sort of staple that seems to run through here. And uh, uh, they're building this telescope, and he starts playing with the telescope and just starts looking in this, like, window of this girl. 
and basically is just peeping her through this telescope. So then he decides to go to the shop where she works and see her and just knows all this stuff about her. And it's from our perspective, it's super creepy. Like from her perspective, even she's just like, ah, how do you know these things? Like, cause he's obviously just coming on to her real hard yeah. and she doesn't really know what to do, but then she ends up talking to him. They take a walk or whatever. When they got to the point where he finally like told her, like, ah, I was looking in your window with a telescope. I was like, Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. Cause like you you still come moment. off as super creepy, but like, this is it, like once you actually say it out loud, it's way less creepy. Dude, yeah. and, and, and they took him forever to get to that. Yeah, too. like he looked at her through that telescope and just decided that's my girlfriend now. <laughs> and then went down there and told her that. Yeah, and like she said no a thousand times, and he super didn't care that she kept saying no. Yeah, like there was even that scene where like he just showed up after the store closed, and she's like, "Oh, what are you doing here?" And he's like. Uh, what do you mean? What am I doing here? I told you I was going to be here. Why are you surprised? And she's like, because yeah. I told you no. <laughs> and he's like, ah, whatever, dame, let's go do this. Yeah. And like just grabs her and like leaves with her. It's like, it's well, insane. Well, I love how angry he gets when she's like, oh, my friend's here too. Yeah. And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> and then like slowly does this like come around where he's like, yeah, I guess that doesn't matter like what also she was engaged and he super didn't yeah. care about that yeah like man dude it was real over over the top it was yep. bad <laughs> so so i don't know if this was like in in the 40s was this like a a likable guy was this a character we were supposed to root for because didn't do a good job of yeah. uh, getting me to root for this guy man this day and age i think you see well, a lot of that persistence in the leading man it doesn't always come off as creepy yeah but I, I it makes me wonder if they meant for this to come off as creepy or if this was just sort of overplayed yeah well, yeah. well i think i think a little of both um because you could definitely make the argument that this is this is the one about a man who loses control of his aggressive animalistic side right yeah. i'm not saying that to defend Right. The creepiness at all. I'm just saying, you know, like, man, he does come on a little strong. Even for the leading men <laughs> yeah. of that era, he comes on a little strong and a little creepy. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, then he turns into a monster for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, I guess putting it like that, that I, maybe that is what they were going for. I don't know. but it I, I mean, only only very a little l- bit. Only a little <laughs> bit. Only a little bit, man. <laughs> you know? Like, um. I don't, I don't want to give them too much credit because we know they was crazy back then. <laughs> <laughs> and, I've, and, I, and I've got some stuff to say about Black yeah. Lagoon when we get there. Yeah, so, yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Which is ten years, which is ten years more progressive than this should have been. So, um, um, but but I also didn't think like like at the beginning super creepy. But he wasn't like that in like every scene. Like a lot no, of scenes, he, he was very likable. Yeah, you know, most of the scenes where he wasn't necessarily with the girl. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but but he came off as that kind of when he's like, when he's getting talked down to by his dad. Man, his dad has to be the most condescending dude in this whole in all five movies, right? Oh my god! Uh. Well, they go through the whole uh, kind of uh, lore of the werewolf, which man, everybody in this town knows a lot about werewolves. Yeah, because like Lon Chaney comes in and somebody mentions like the werewolf, and he's like, oh, well, this is like some like. Rumor. Doesn't even know what it is. Yeah, he's like, he's like, ah, oh, what is that? And they're like, oh, it's a man who turns into a wolf. And he's like, oh, that's just a myth. And they're all like, well, we don't know. And then like everybody you run into, there's this uh, group of traveling gypsies, one of which turns out to be like the current werewolf. Yeah, and Be-la, we go Be-la, meet them. Bela the Be-la Lugosi. Yeah, yeah. Bela yeah, yeah, the yeah. gypsy. Yeah, which played, played by Bela Lugosi. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Bela the gypsy. Um, 
But, uh, like, so it makes sense that one of them is a werewolf, and they yeah. all know about the werewolves. But, like, all the normal people you meet are like, oh, it's probably a werewolf. Yeah. And every time somebody argues, they're like, well, I don't know. Cause, you know and then they just start, like, going into, like, the werewolf mythology. And I'm like, does everybody in the town just buy this, like, right away? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's also... Um, so this movie has a, a kind of interesting thing going on. You see the rule of three a lot with this movie, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not sure if they think that pertains to the werewolf somehow. Um, but there, there's also, I thought, the interesting progression because when he first comes in, somebody somebody at the castle, he's, he's talking about it with his dad, and they're like, oh, yeah, uh, werewolves. He's like, what's well, a werewolf? He's like, oh, like lycanthropy. It's a, it's a form of schizophrenia. And... <laughs> My favorite dialogue in any of those <laughs> movies by far. Yeah. Well, it was, and that's one of the, because this movie had a little bit more of the dialogue side that I yeah. like from some of those older ones. And yes. that was one, because he's, because his dad's like, lycanthropy. Lycan- like, lycanthropy. It's a form of schizophrenia. And Lon Chaney goes, well, that's all Greek to me. And his dad's like, well, that is Greek. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then he goes, when he goes to see the, the girl, she's talking about it. And yeah. she's, and, and she's a little more like, oh, some people believe this and this superstition and sign of the wolf and if you eat wolf's bane you become a whatever and oh here's this cane with the wolf on it you know um and then when they go to see then then the gypsy ladies tell them about it you know so when they go to see the gypsies so like one two three um we see wolf's bane is referenced like three times leading up to him becoming the werewolf and something else that there's another oh um they they do the even a praying man line. What is, what is that? The little saying, even a praying uh, man. Even a man who is pure in heart and yeah. says his prayers yeah. by night may become a wolf when the wolf's bane blooms and the autumn moon is bright. Yeah. Right. They do that three yeah. times leading yeah. up to him becoming a werewolf. Yeah. So there's kind of this thing going on with with that. So and and I like I, I picked up on that and then I right away and I was like oh that's kind of that's like the third time we've heard that <laughs> you yeah. know yeah. And he becomes a wolf. <laughs> yeah yeah. Um. So Bela the Gypsy is the current wolf. Uh, he he goes and eats the 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 friend. Yeah, yeah, the girl. Yeah, he goes and eats the girl's friend. Um, and and uh, Lon Chaney murders the wolf with that big yeah. cane, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's one of the, it's one of those moments. Um, I have I had to laugh because uh, him and him and the girl from the shop. Are like walking through that creepy, foggy forest when they hear like a howl and her friend scream. Yeah, and he's like, "Wait here," and just runs off. Like they're not in the, you know, they're, they're, he's not leaving her somewhere safe. Yeah. You know, they're well, not. she's even like, you know, like, "Wait a minute," you know, yeah. like following after him. Yeah. Um, but so he runs over, uh, fights that wolf, gets bit in the chest, and then beats it to death with his big, heavy wolf cane that he <laughs> that he got from her shop. Which yeah. is like, like, for, I mean, like. Dude saw a wolf and was like, it's all right, I got this stick. <laughs> yeah. Like, if I came around the corner and a wolf was eating one of you guys, like, no offense, but I'm like, well, they're, they're, they're gone. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I might as well not die, too. Yeah, no sense of both I'm of us Yeah, I'm not going to go, well, I got this stick. <laughs> I'll just get revenge on this wolf. Well, let's point out for sure, like, that cane is like a hammer. Yeah, like, it's, got, it's huge. It's not, it's not like a stick. It's like this cane with this big, like, half-pointed, I mean, it looks like a hammer, Ugh, love it. Uh, but uh, so he gets bit by the wolf. Obviously, he become becoming a werewolf. Um, and they 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 rush him home and put him to bed. Yeah. 
Uh, and then, then the they next... go to like search the murder scene and they find the gypsy dead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a man which, with a crushed yeah. in skull. Yeah. From, and, for, and, yeah. The and the cane. And the cane's laying next to him. Yep. Yeah. Um, because one of my favorite things about this movie is when they like, I mean, they know immediately what happened yeah, from like, looking at the site. clearly the murder weapon. Right. Yeah. And so that cop picks up this cane and he just comes in. He comes into Lon Chaney's bedroom with it and he's like, oh, Bella the gypsy was murdered. With this, is this yours? And Lon Chaney's like, that's mine, but I didn't murder Bella, yeah. Bella the Gypsy. Like, I used it to kill that wolf that bit me. Yeah, you know? and the dude's just like, oh, I guess I'll just leave this yeah. here then. Well, just, just sets it down. They're like, they're like, oh, the wolf bit you, did he? Let's see the scar. And he's like, ah, well, there is no scar. Like, he looked like <laughs> his chest. And the cop's like, oh, the wolf bit you, but there's no scar, huh? Well, here's your cane. Have a good day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Here's the murder weapon. Yeah. Right. Have a but, good day. But then even better, uh, Lon Chaney spends the rest of the movie carrying that thing around with him <laughs> everywhere. Oh, love it. Well, he does find out, like, because the other gypsy tells him when she's trying to tell him what happened. She mm-hmm. tries to explain to him that it was a wolf, but yep. yeah. it was because he was a werewolf. Yeah. And, you killed him, and yeah. it's okay. He's in a better place now. Yeah, like um, I like how okay the gypsy was. Yeah, was yeah, like, like well, because he was freed of his curse. Exactly. Like that's the way she presents exactly. it. And she's but, almost like helping him along. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. To help explain it to him. But she she explains to him that a, a werewolf can only die by a silver bullet or a silver stake, knife. a silver knife, yeah. or, or a silver hammer, silver cane. hammer like the cane that you've yeah, got right yeah. there, a like, stick, a stick with a silver handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, we find out that the handle's made of silver, and that's yeah. how he was able to crush the skull of the wolf (laughs) which is really interesting i I mean i've never heard that part of it before right i always just think silver bullet is the way you kill a werewolf so so this this is one where we get some creature feature stuff with him running around yeah um we get the fun transformation scene transformation scene a lot yeah Yeah. it's good stuff i like it i mean it's so simple but i love it and then even the way uh like he walks is really cool because he like does that thing where he's like basically walking on his toes to make it like he's walking on like dog paws basically i thought that was creative i thought that was really cool um I, I like it. I mean, this is another very iconic look, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this yeah. is the iconic Wolfman look. I thought it was interesting how when Bela was turning into a werewolf, he was a full-on wolf. Yep. But uh, why was he, like, always just, like, a half-wolf, half-man? Like, I didn't really... They never explained... There's, yeah, there was no lore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was nothing like, to explain that. It's just I, how it was. Okay. <laughs> Again, just me projecting ideas onto it. I just assumed it was because, like, Bela had been the wolf so much longer he had progressed more and more into the transformation okay maybe and so like the first couple of times that it gets worse Lon- and worse each time yeah exactly you know okay. we don't know we have no idea how long he had been a wolf but yeah. it seemed like it was quite a while well, well I, I laughed that he clearly had like a wolf shirt because when he come when, when he comes in for that first transformation he like starts peeling clothes off and he's in like a, a wife beater like a wife white wife beater yeah and then like we watch his feet make the change and then we see him running through the forest, but he's got like this black long sleeve shirt on, and I'm just like, that's a interesting. So he turned into a wolf and put the shirt on. Okay, <laughs> cool. That's fun. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, he's got to be presentable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously it was. Too. It was like buttoned up all the way with a collar. <laughs> it's like one of those things where they film the scene separate. And yeah. They realize that they had done it, that. Uh, if they even thought of stuff like that yeah, back then. Yeah, exactly. It it, uh, it reminded me of like the old. Uh, 
Incredible Hulk TV show transformations where they just like focus in on like a body part. Yeah. And it yep. changes a little bit, you know? Yeah. And then like you get the scene where like the whole thing is, is there. Totally. <clears throat> totally. Well, and this was cool too because it definitely, this is kind of doing that same thing as the other movies where it's establishing a pretty set set of rules yeah. for the way the Wolfman works because like every time he turned into a, the Wolfman, he'd run outside and kill somebody and then would wake up the next morning and have no idea how it got there or yep. what happened or anything like that. So totally kind of yeah. that's, and that's just the thing we know of a yep. Wolfman, of a werewolf. Yep. So well, and, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. Finding the paw prints. And this movie yeah. had a ton of setup too, like in comparison with Cause all of the run times on these are like one ten to one twenty. Yeah. Which I thought was perfect for all of them too. Yeah. Like I totally. definitely could have taken more backstory and they could have been fine as slightly longer movies for sure. But I thought that, having this like the quick punch of them all like yep. it was it, like the pacing on everything was perfect right because they didn't have to just fill time they just did what they had to do but i mean there's only like 20 minutes of this movie left when he even changes the first time yeah like, it's real deep into yeah it. yeah totally totally Which i thought was great also because it is just building and building and building you know? yeah well and they, and they also one of the things they set up that we haven't really mentioned in this is that like the the werewolf can see his next victim by seeing a pentagram on their palm mm -hmm. which i had never heard before that and was there's, totally there's new also to me. a pentagram somewhere on the werewolf so if you see it then yeah yeah and because like that was what ended up happening was like he had seen the pentagram on uh the girl's hands right so he freaked out because he was like yeah. oh my god you gotta get away from me i don't know what's gonna happen this can happen uh, which, when you go back to earlier in the movie, that's what happened what? with Bela. Yep. Bela had yep. seen that in the palm of the girl's hand as he was giving her a fortune and told her to get out of there. And then he ended up murdering her. He turned yeah. into a werewolf and killed her. Right. So, so like, they had set up for that earlier on in the movie and what was about to happen here. And this would be, like, his final, his final transformation. Because this is when his dad, like... Got onto it, right? His yeah. dad kind of figured out. Yeah, well, there's, there's, uh, well, no, his dad never really figured out, right? He, he not, figured. Not until it was done. Not until, not until it, was it was done. done. You're right. He, he figured out, and his dad, his dad, he told his dad, and yeah. his dad was like, quit being ridiculous. He's like, you got to tie me up. So they tie him to that chair. Yeah. While they go, because his dad's going out with everybody to hunt, you know, hunt the wolf. Hunt yeah. the wolf. Yeah, yeah. I also really, we kind of skipped over it, but I really like that. Because there's a point where, after he's been bitten, but before he's changed the first time, I think, where he meets the girl's fiance, and so like that's like a little bit awkward. And then yeah. the next time, like they're going through this carnival, and the fiance guy's like, "Nah, come let that dude hang out. You know, I'll show you. I'm not jealous." And uh, they have that really cool scene at the shooting range thing, yeah, you know, where like they basically got this carnival game where it's like a shooting range, so you get a rifle and you just start pegging these targets and. He's just nailing these targets down, and then this one target pops up, and it's a wolf, and he just gets like totally he, he can't caught shoot off it. guard, and he can't shoot, and he starts he pulls off a couple of rounds and just misses, and that other dude just like oh here bang, and just like nice. <laughs> yeah. and I was like well, I guess you couldn't handle it, <laughs> <Right>. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that's that was a, a really cool scene. That's a cool scene. Um, you know, something else to note about this is is this movie is what solidified a lot of like our werewolf lore. You know, I mean, not all the it it compiled, you know. I mean, I mean, really, what they say, you know, how all the all the cultures around the world have had some kind of werewolf, you know, lore in their culture. Like that was true, leading up to this, you know, and they all had different rules and different things. And this is really what solidified what we think of when we think of a werewolf. Yeah, and the silver bullets and mm -hmm. silver, you know, hurts them and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
if we notice, even in this one, uh, it's not necessarily a full moon. You know what I mean? Like, right. it's never... It was just nighttime. Yeah, right? just nighttime. Like sometime at night, he yep. turns into yeah. a werewolf. Yeah. Well, and they do mention <clears throat> a couple of times that it's, like, different parts of the year or something like that. Like, they put some limitations on it, but mm-hmm. I don't remember them ever fully specifying no. full moon. Yeah, yeah, they never said full moon. Yep. I don't think. They, they, uh, no, like, they... in, 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 like, the moon being bright part of that... Yeah, well, when the, yeah, when the like moon that. is bright. Yeah, yeah but the you autumn know, moon. The autumn yeah. moon. They yeah. Say the autumn moon. Um, yeah. I think they mentioned it more in like regards to like the solstice. Yeah. Um, something like that. Uh, those types of things. Yeah. Um, it's, it's in later movies where they're like, "Oh, the full moon," and it becomes more solidified by that. <sighs> Anything else to say about the? No, no, it was, a, it was a good one. Yeah, too. Good one. I really, one. I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, I thought it was a lot of fun. So then we move to 1952. 54, somewhere in there. Is it 50? Oh, 54. You're right. So 54. Good job, John. Creature from the Black Lagoon. This was my least favorite. This is your least favorite? I dug it. I dug it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Featuring the Gill Man. The Gill Man. That's (laughs) apparently his official name. Gilman? Gilman. Bob Gilman. Gilman. (laughs) (laughs) I picture him as more of like an Otto. Otto Otto Gilman. Gilman. Otto Gilman. Awesome. Um, So one of the things I love about this one is this one is like full on creature feature from the heart of the creature feature craze. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Uh, this one's even referred to as like a sci-fi movie, right? Yeah. More like science fiction than horror. Yeah. Which which I can see. I mean, it's, you know, 20 years later and kind of like the the realm is more along those lines Mm -hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the way movies are going and the way uh-huh. the pop culture is going more into that sci-fi. Well, and, and on that note, this movie was also filmed in 3D. So this yeah, was a 3D film. I, I, I so this was like the original I, Avatar is the, what you're saying. The original exactly. Avatar. This exactly. is it. Yep, this in is it. every conceivable <laughs> way. Uh, I don't know why I didn't watch it in 3D. Like, I figured that out like right afterwards because I think like the menu popped back up when the yeah. movie was done. And it was like, yeah, 3D is one of the options. I'm like, why didn't I do that? <laughs> I want to see what this would look like. Uh, um, so this one's so this one's pretty different from the rest in that regard because this one we you know we have some uh, scientists that find a fossil, which geologists, <laughs> geologists, yeah, mm-hmm. some geologists, uh, which <laughs> which in the find Amazon. they find a fossil of his hand. Yeah, they find like a a skeleton of a gill man's hand. Yeah. <laughs> They that, pull it. that was Bob Gilman. <laughs> that which, one was Bob Gilman. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> which which I loved. I had to laugh at a lot of the science in this movie because, um, like, they find this fossilized skeleton hand that they pull out of the size of the cl- side of a cliff. Yeah, and then they're like, "We've got to go get an excavation team and and dig out the rest of the skeleton." I'm like, "That's not how fossils work." <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know if we didn't know that then, but that's not how fossils work. You're right. Um, I love when we when we get back to the. Uh, because they go and they talk to an oceanologist, yeah. I think they call him, or something like that. Um, oceanographer? Oceanographer, some, yeah. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Um, who, is, who is then like, you know, the more, the more we explore the ocean, the more it's like exploring outer space. And, and, and you know, the more we find <laughs> out how important it is. And I'm just like, you know, on one hand, I'm like, that's funny because we still say that now. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, you became, like, are you really just discovering this? Because the 
why did you become an ocean? Do you just like swimming? Like, what are we doing here, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? well, I thought it was because they were, and and maybe I just misunderstood the conversation. But they're like pointing at this one fish, and they're like, "Look at this thing! It could kind of breathe air, but it yeah, the lungfish. It just got trapped in its uh, evolution and never uh, progressed from this. And so, if it could be trapped there, other things could be too. And I'm like, "But aren't you looking for like a something more advanced, or yeah. something less advanced, or what are you guys looking for?" Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, Man, I done forgot all that science stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we going to the Black yeah. Lagoon. <laughs> you found a fish man fossil. Yeah, I don't remember any of that science stuff. So, uh, so they load up. They load up the team and they head back down to the Amazon. <clears throat> um, we get some not very flattering portrayal of Amazon natives. Yeah, the, the, although although I love I love when they get murdered by the the fish, yeah, or the, by the gillmen, yeah, because they're they're the first uh, victims, yeah, uh, and I love because they just do the thing where like the hand uh-huh. comes through the tent. Oh man, it's so funny because <laughs> yeah. it's like like you see him like swing at it and like the hand just like blocks it and just puts the hand on his face and shoves <laughs> yeah. him off camera and then that's all we see. Yeah, you it see the amazing. outside of the tent like yeah. rocking. <laughs> it's hey, I, but I feel I feel like the. Uh, Natives that get left at the campsite and then murdered by the monster, like, is is something I've seen over and over again through the years. Mm-hmm. And oh, to realize the origin point. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. You know, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, so when they come back, they've got you know the group the group of scientists and the girl. Yeah. Who just like, what is her job, man? <laughs> Is she, not all, is she not also a scientist? I mean, I guess she's supposed she to be. She's just a scientist. I thought they worked together. That, that, so, so. She's supposed to be, but she spends that whole movie not having a clue what's going on, and they explain everything to her. And that one guy even at one point they is like... They explain everything Oh, to yeah, her. for sure. <laughs> for sure. That's totally the way they treat her in this whole movie. Yeah. Well, and at that, that one point, they're even like... Uh, the, the, the guy who's like the hero is like... What, what did they just find out? Did they just find... Was it after the first time they saw the Gill Man? Oh, oh no! It's because so they they show up and they spend weeks trying to excavate the side of this rock, this cliff where they yeah. pull the the skeleton hand out and don't find anything. And then he's like, "Well, you know, if this cliff has been here for thousands of years, some of it could have fallen into this lagoon and could be at the bottom of the lagoon. Maybe we should go take a look." And they're all like, "Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds like a good idea. Let's do that." And he's just like, "Well, except." I- I don't know if we should do that since there's a woman here. You know, I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, why is that even a thing? And he just, and it's just like out of the blue. It's not like, you know, it's well, not, it's not like she did anything, you know, anything to cause that. He's just like, we should go do this. Except there's a girl here, guys. What are we doing? Like, now, what are now, you doing, man? I, I will say, and this is also definitely a sign of the time since it's, we're in the 50s now, <laughs> but this is the first of these movies that kind of portrays a little bit more of the uh, sexual side of things because they have that whole scene where we get the girl uh, doing the sexy swimming in the water and they yeah. really focus on her for a while and she becomes the object of affection to the creature. Yep. And like, so we get that really long scene where he's just creeping on her from underwater and we see her doing like her little water dance thing all through there you know (laughs) and like that's definitely the most risque any of these movies got you know what i mean with with showing 
I mean, she was she was the most scantily clad we've seen yeah. of any girl because yeah. she's straight in her bathing suit and, and swimming around. So, um, but her that which her is white bathing her suit. white That's bathing right. suit that she yeah. brought that she brought for the archaeological dig <laughs> to the yeah. middle of the Amazon. Yes, yes. Which is funny too because even in that scene, she's wearing more clothes than any woman in any scene of any movie would nowadays. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right. yeah. exactly. You're totally right. Um, but that becomes like a big plot in this is that the creature totally sees something in her and he yeah. kind of becomes infatuated with her. Yeah. So this is that whole, uh, you know, the, uh, the, what, the, the beast falling in love with the beauty kind yep. of a yep. thing. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I totally love, so, so we've got the <clears throat> one, the two guys, um, we've got the, the hero and we've got the jerk who is just like, <laughs> man, is if he, you know, I mean, we so we've already seen where they kind of set up the guy that you want to see get killed, you know, like we yeah. had we had Fritz, <clears throat> yeah, they kind of set up Fritz to be a jerk, um, but man, this guy has got to be like one of the prototypes for like, let's just make this guy a total douche, so when the monster kills him, everybody's glad, yeah, 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 totally. He, uh, from the word go, and 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 they did some things that ha- couldn't be accidents where he just flip-flop back and forth, you know, because he was the one that was like, ah, we should we should get a expedition going and, and, you know, send our own expedition down there. Why would we let anybody else do it? We should go do that. And then the very next scene, he's like, this sucks. Why are we here? I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, yeah. it's your idea, yeah. bro. We've all known that guy. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. That was, the, that was the thing I said, you know, because... Uh, <clears throat> I was sitting here. I was. I, I watch these movies with my mom because she loves those old movies. Um, and we're sitting. I'm sitting there watching this one, and that dude. And, and that's the first thing I said because I, I was like, man, that guy. Wasn't that? Wasn't this his idea? That's how silly is that? This dude's. A, you know what? I know that guy. I've, I've been on. I've been on trips with that guy. Yeah. yeah so yeah, totally. yeah. No, I got. It. Yep. Yep. My bad movie. Uh, well, uh, that, so that that becomes like uh, once. So it starts off with like the whole thing is like they want to find this skeleton yeah. right but once the gill man makes his presence known and starts murdering things and starts falling for the girl like our hero kind of becomes more obsessed with tracking down the gill man yep. than what their original mission was and yeah. that kind of totally steers the whole thing off course there at the end because that's how they all end up at the Black Lagoon. Right. Because yeah. aren't they even given some sort of well, a warning jerk, about the, like... the jerk wants to find it because it's like, well, we don't need a skeleton. We, we can find the actual <clears throat> yes, thing. And yes. Dead or alive because that guy tries to just harpoon it the first time yeah. they see it. He tries to harpoon <laughs> it a lot. Oh, yeah. I guess at every other time also. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, he wants that thing dead and the oceanographer's like, we can learn more from it alive. Like, yeah. you're not catching that. I don't know. What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Um, well, so that, that was an interesting, I thought, because... It, they they made reference several times to like oh the locals know about the black lagoon yeah uh, they think it's a paradise because nobody's ever come back from it you know and so it was kind of interesting it oh, wasn't yeah. like the old if Not you like go the to the black lagoon area. you'll yeah. die you know it's yeah. like it's it like, like the oh, Logan's Run thing yeah, yeah exactly yeah. exactly cool yeah um, well they get trapped in it so they get there and they, they get, get trapped in it because well the creature blocks uh, the them creature in. blocks them in yep. by knocking those logs down right. and then that's when they the, the whole big fight thing happens yep. right and that's where they all dive in and that's where we see harpoons a flying everywhere yep. all over the place <laughs> they shoot the thing and he's fine dude yeah he <laughs> finally gets shot with a harpoon and he's just like nah, just like pulls it out and he's good to go yeah 
Uh, but this is where this is where he murders the jerk. Dude. Yep. Well, that that fight that's a fun fight too. You, you know, one of the things there's so much, and I have no idea what the technology was like then, but they did so much underwater shooting. Yeah. So know? much. And I, I was thinking about the poor actor in that Gilman suit I, you know, swimming around. How I, did he survive that? Did they just go through like a different? Stuntman every day. I like. was crazy impressed. <laughs> but no, no, I think it's the same guy. No, it's, I'm it's sure it is. Rico Rico Browning. Yeah. Um, I am so impressed with how good the Gilman looks yeah. in this movie. Like, this is another one of those things. Like, obviously nowadays that would be a totally CGI guy. Yep. Uh, Shape of Water. Right. You know, like I think they did some practical effects for Shape of Water, right? Would I you, believe so. Yeah. Yeah. But like uh, that was. That was- Doug Jones in the suit? Well, was it? It was Doug Jones, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, so that's fun. But like, still, like looking at the creature in this movie, um, you know, for having like a, a face that's not animated or right. anything, he looks so good. And the way he swims around in the water, it's all real. Yep. And yeah. it looks fantastic. Like I'm, and maybe this is another one of those things where the black and white really helps it. But it looks great. I well, think. it does look great. You know, yeah. and even even the black and white helps it. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, a little bit. But how many black and white movies have we seen where like the creature is big and bulky and a shambling mess? Yeah, and you yeah, can, yeah. You see seams in the costume. Right. Yeah. You know, you see no seams in this thing. No. You see no. Like the only thing, the face <clears throat> is a little still. You know, like little, the face doesn't still. move. You know what I right. mean? I mean, he's not blinking. They um, do some mouth stuff. They though. do some mouth stuff. Well, his gills. Of, yeah, his gills move. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was blown away mm-hmm. when it, you know, like of all the things. When they they did that couple of things where like he was breathing yeah. and the gills were moving, I was like, "This is this is had to be that, well that whole that, scene that, right that, there that had to actually... cost that that mask had to cost more than it cost them to go to the moon like what <laughs> <laughs> has to be the most amazing thing ever right <laughs> now, the creature's always been one of my favorite looking universal sure. monsters I've always been drawn to him I think he's a cool looking character so uh, I was I was real impressed with just the way he was. Pulled off in for this sure, movie. yeah. Like seeing it in action. He looked good. He could move. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, absolutely. Well, that whole scene you're talking about too. Like, okay, well, well let's get to that point. Okay. He, when they're he, fighting, he kidnaps the girl. Yeah. Like, like he kills the dude. They, the rest of them get back he kills on the, the boat. Jerk. He kills the jerk. The rest of them get back on the boat, and then Gilman shows up and like snatches her. Yeah. And he's off. Yeah. And like he brings her back to his little cave hideout yep. or whatever. So they end up like he doesn't stay there very long. This is another one of those things where like all this happens right at the very yeah. end of the movie. Yeah. Like yeah. literally, like the, like last, the last ten like minutes ten, of the yeah. movie is where all of the action is. Um, so he gets her into the cave, but then they immediately follow him into that cave and just start blowing him away with guns. <laughs> yeah. Just shoot, just shoot him, him dead. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, uh, they shoot him a million times. And then the one dude is just finally like, Oh, stop. Let yeah. him go. After they've already pumped him full of lead. <laughs> right. And, um, but that scene right there is actually pretty intense because he's been shot to death and he's like stumbling around like, <laughs> No, I got this. Like basically, right? <laughs> yeah. And like, like he's stumbling, but that's where the gills are going. And yeah. like he's like his mouth's moving, like he's gasping for air. Yeah. And he like collapses into the water, and he tries to swim away, but then he just he floats dies. there dead. Yeah. And it's like it's super intense, actually. Yeah. Like it's a really intense death scene. Yep. And then the credits the roll. And then the credits roll. <laughs> they don't even get. Yeah, they don't even get back on the boat. No. They chase him into that cave. Well, I love because they chase him into that cave. And for, for the hero chases him in first, and the beast just kind of like the creature just dropped the chicken, yeah, some water. Yeah, and he's like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And the creature comes out and starts like 
trying to get him, and they're doing that thing <laughs> where, like, he's dodging. Yeah. And then the other two guys come in with guns, and he's like, no, don't shoot it. I'm like, bro. And then they're like, like, bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang, bang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shoot him a million yeah. times. Yeah. Because so that, guns the, solve everything. I guns solve everything. So, I guess. So they shoot the monster to death. And then, and then as they're like thinking, like, do we keep shooting him? He's like, no, let him go. It's like, bro, it's too late. Man. You're, not, yeah. you're not saving this thing now, yeah. man. Yeah. That dude's just full of wishful thinking. I guess. Yeah, totally. But it's got to feel like, I mean, because several, a lot of these. You get to the end and everything just sort of happens, but like this one did feel like everything just happened right there. In right last at the end, like yeah. You get that like, like they they looked down and went, "Well, we've got an hour and five minutes worth of movie already. <laughs> what do we do?" Like, so does, does the harpoon work this time? Like, just, just bring in regular guns. Let's right. get the shoot scene shot, and and we'll and we'll we'll cut it and get out of here. Does the harpoon work this yeah. time? We haven't tried harpooning him in the face yet. Shall we do that? All right. Are you kidding? You know what that mask cost? Yeah. yeah. We could have went to the moon with what we spent on that thing. <laughs> oh, we set the you know, space program back 15 years. <laughs> right. So this gill man can breathe. Um, oh I, I did feel like I like there there all the action did kind of happen right at the end, but I did feel like we got a lot of we got a creature lot running thing, around though. doing yeah, stuff, a you lot know. Of sure. Um, there and just it wasn't much happening, but it was yeah, a lot of, like, I mean, this side is shots and, yeah, well, and this is definitely well, there's a lot. I mean, this is the highest body count we have of any of these movies. Yeah. I mean, the creature killed ten people in this movie. Yeah, yeah, you know, nobody else killed more than I mean, Frankenstein killed two, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know. Two, he killed the little girl. Got a three. 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 three, three. He killed. Yeah. He killed the little girl. He killed Fritz, and he killed that random dude. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. just when they're in the mob scene, they just run up, and there's a dude laying there. He's like, he's been killed by the beast. Like, you sure? Good detective oh, and the, and the doctor, there. didn't he? No, the doctor lives. Oh yeah, he did kill the doctor. Yeah. Okay, so four. Yeah, so four. Four. I say Dracula got a few, but like that was more like referenced than yeah. it was like anything we right. saw. Wolfman right. only got two. I mean, yeah, I mean the two Wolfmen, I guess, got. Three together. Three together. Yeah. yeah. Um, the mummy <clears throat> got one or two. Any? I don't think he had any. Well, he killed that one guy at the fireplace. Yes, oh, that's oh, he totally. Did, no, he totally. killed that guy. Yeah. By <laughs> staring at him, by staring at him and going, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, so the Gilman uh, was busy. Yeah, for sure. And bloodthirsty. I saw a movie at uh, Rift Tracks live event not long ago. I think it was one of this year's or last year's maybe called Octoman, I think it was called. Oh, Almost boy. positive. <laughs> that sounds like a good one. Well, and it's funny, too, because having never fully sat down and watched The Creature from the Black Lagoon, like I sat down to watch this movie and I was like, this is totally a Creature from the Black Lagoon ripoff, right. you know, whatever. And then watching the creature from the Black Lagoon, I'm like, oh no, that was a scene for scene creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> wow. Except it was made like 10 or 15 years later and yeah. in color and with a billion times less good special effects. Yeah. I was going to say, it's, it's amazing, like, when you're looking at the things like the Rift Tracks stuff and you see, like, because there's so many just bad, like, yeah. laughably bad horror and sci fi movies. Yeah. And it's kind of amazing watching these Universal movies and seeing like how legitimately good they yes. are yeah. in comparison to all this other schlock that came out yeah. at the same time. Yep. Yeah. It's crazy. Or an answer, trying to trying to yeah. follow it up. Yeah, trying to, there's no question why these are the right. You know, 
the iconic ones that right. we remember. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <sighs> it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> this was a lot of fun. And there's so many these. more of these I that I want to watch. I want to watch the other 50 of these. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I know we had kind of talked about, like, Bride of Frankenstein, so I definitely want to do that. Yeah. I want to see The Invisible Man. Uh, what's the one that's got uh, the Metal Luna? Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera? Yeah, I want to see, yeah. What's the one with the Metal Luna Mutant? Because that's one of the Universal Monsters, too. Metal Luna Mutant? Metal Luna. Hold on. I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, you would know him if you saw Metal Luna Mutant? He's pulling it up. Hold on. I can't see his screen. That's the name of the thing, right? Meta, the mutant. Oh, it came from outer space. Oh, it came from outer space. Nineteen fifty-five. I didn't know that. Yeah, is it? It came from outer space. <laughs> yes, that's, thanks, that's the one. Um, <laughs> so I want to watch well, that one too. Well, that's, that's one. The, if, if you're going to watch that one, you got to watch the Blob. Oh yeah. So I guess that would be Can almost more on the it? sci-fi side, right? But yes, but it oh. is a universal picture. So it's that's actually, weird. I've it's heard. actually it's actually an allegory for uh, the invasion of. Uh, Communism represents communism. See, this oh. is Eat, eating everybody up. Communism is just a red herring. This is the metal. It's a red blob. <laughs> well, nothing know. moves the blob. That's him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know him. Yeah. You know yep. him. You saw him. That's big, the big brain. Because he's always kind of big brain bobble eye thing. He's always lumped in with the Universal monsters. Not he's not quite as iconic as the other ones, but he's yeah. considered. You one guys of talking them. about that thing from it came from outer space? Yes, that's the thing I'm talking <laughs> the, about. The, met- the, the, the metallurgy demon, or whatever you called it. The metallurgy demon. The demon. The demon of metallurgy. Yes. All right. Goodness. All right. There we are. Oh man. Uh, so much fun. There's there's a ton of them. Um, Are we gonna even do even the ones forty more of these for season two. <laughs> sure, maybe yeah. E- even the ones where we do. Uh, <clears throat> well, I actually, you know, uh, what I want to do for season two is do all the Hammer versions. Hammer Films did a Dracula and a Frankenstein and, and like island uh, some mummies. Mm, probably island. probably a little. Ooh, I'd have to check. A little earlier than the 70s, I would feel like. Those, but those be, are that, That's not like the Jack Palance Dracula, is it? No, it's the Christopher Lee Dracula. Oh, okay. Christopher Lee, Christopher Lee Dracula, Peter Cushing, Van Helsing. Okay. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Awesome. Awesome. Because um, I wouldn't mind doing like the modern versions also, like the Bram yeah. Stoker's Dracula with mm-hmm. Gary Oldman mm-hmm. and the, uh, I guess the Wolf... <clears throat> Man was the Benicio del Toro one. <laughs> yeah, they say. did that Jack Nicholson one also. Well, we but I don't know if that's a direct. Well, that was just comedy. Wolf, that right? Was just called Wolf. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then the, obviously the Brendan Fraser mummies. Well, and, well, I almost feel like the the more the spiritual successor to the Wolf Man would be like uh, Werewolf in Paris, Werewolf in London, American okay. Werewolf in London, American yeah. Werewolf in London. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the one by John Landis, not the one with. Tom Everett Scott? Not the one with Tom Everett Scott. Paris, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, but then uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which I've never seen either. You've never seen that? Uh-uh. It's good. Well, it's good. And, it's uh, different. Have they? I mean, like, I know they remade the creature from the Black Lagoon terribly at least once, because we just already discussed <laughs> that. I'm sure a hundred other times also. <clears throat> the you Shape of Water. Yeah, you no, know, I'm talking about that Optimus. Oh, no, uh, oh, okay. Avatar. Isn't we'll, the Shape we'll just of watch Water Avatar. kind of a uh, creature-type you know, movie? Yeah, like... The creature is similar, but the movie itself has very different. nothing okay. to do with. I haven't it. seen yeah. it. I, a lot of people liked it, but I yeah, haven't seen it's okay. It. I liked it, it fine. Yeah, <clears throat> but well, it's not. But it's not this story at all. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think that kind of the creature. I, I don't. I can't think of anything that was kind of like a, a creature remake. Um, man, you know it. It it seems like that's kind of a style of 
movie like early sci-fi like never came back into style you know like the creature features never came back into style like we don't get you know like there was them and it came from outer space and uh apparently this island earth which is actually what the metal mutants from oh this island earth okay which is another universal yeah it came from outer space was the metallurgy demon (laughs) right this is this is the metal metal metal. gotcha (laughs) metallurgy demon uh this is the metal loot (laughs) metaluma Yep, you got it, John. That's it. <laughs> but you know, we have we haven't had that creature feature come back into style like that, you yeah. know. And when we get it now, it is it's you know Avatar or whatever. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, uh, Avatar. Um, hey, we're getting more of those. Yeah, great. <laughs> Save it for the main show. Uh, you okay. know, maybe 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 we could compare Creature from the Black Lagoon to Alien. Hmm. You know, well, yeah, I could see it. You know, that's 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 yeah. a much more spiritual successor. Yeah. Wow. You know, you've kind of got yeah. a, a group of. And the xenomorph does kind of look very creaturey, like yeah, alien mm-hmm. style. Yep. yep, and it's and totally it, into Ripley. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Did I read I, that movie wrong? Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. Well, that's going to do it for this episode, guys. Uh, super exciting, super fun. I love the classics. Yes. If you haven't, this has been my favorite so far. Your favorite yeah. so far, yeah, for sure. It's been good. Yeah, it's been good. If you haven't seen the classics. You should go back and check them out. Um, they will feel familiar, and you will be, just like we've talked about here, you will be surprised how much you recognize, even if you've never seen those movies before, and see like where today's tropes, where they kind of started. Yeah. This is our next to last. This is our penultimate episode, guys. Oh, our yeah. Our next to last... Our next week. It's a very 30s word to use. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Watching these movies makes you smarter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely widens your vocabulary. <laughs> uh, next week, we will be back with our final installment of the 2019 Freak Easy mm-hmm. series. Um, and instead, we, of, instead of being on Friday. Instead of being on Friday, we are going to release it on Halloween. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be talking about. The entire Halloween franchise. Dun, oh, dun, yeah. I love the way this worked out. Part of the reason I wanted to do this is because it worked out to where we could start on Friday the 13th and then we could end on Halloween and it just, it, it's it pretty lined awesome. Up, yeah, yeah, it lined up pretty perfect. I'm excited yeah. because uh, yeah. Yeah. Halloween movies are another franchise I've never sat down and actually watched. Yeah. So th- I think I've seen a handful of the movies, but like the ones I have seen are like H2O. And you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I've same. never seen the original Halloween. I've seen a couple yep. of the good ones. You've never seen the original the Halloween? Ones, no. The original oh, my God. So I'm excited about this. Uh, John Carp. Uh, yeah, love it so yeah, much. That's good. That's uh, good. Yeah. Yep. So You're in for a good time. It's going to be awesome. Yep. I'm ready. So season right. two, we're going to have to watch. We're going to have to start it on Elm Street. and Yes. We'll, <laughs> so we'll, set, up, so we'll, we'll set up a TV. Set up, we'll record on <laughs> Elm Street yeah, somewhere. On Elm Street. Okay. And we'll have to find a cool way to end it. Yeah. Okay. With the metallurgy demon. Yeah. There we go. Metallurgy. <laughs> Metallurgy. Jeez, Danny. What are you doing? You're killing me here. Guys, thank you for joining us. Uh, Listen to us on all the places. Let's. Yeah. Why don't you guys head on down? Oh, maybe I should do it. Uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Ooh. Hey. There you go. <laughs> if you don't. Uh, oh gosh. Uh, head over to Facebook, like <laughs> us on Facebook, where you can ask us questions that we might answer on our regular Geek Easy podcast every other Wednesday. That's hard to do. 
Yeah. I'm Shady, and you can listen to us on Podbean <laughs> and uh, Google Play and whatever Apple uses. <laughs> oh, man. If you want the audio version, you can find us on Stitcher, Podbean, uh, Spotify, Apple's app, um, Google Play. What else? This Indian's off the rails. We got it. Oh, got <laughs> Good it. enough. We got it. Yeah. Guys, guys, thank you for joining us. We will see you next week. Uh, and don't forget, happy Halloween. The Geek Easy Podcast is a production of PixelDan.com. Musical tracks used in the intro and outro are used with full permission of the respective owners or creators. Intro and outro narrations are provided by me, Brian T. Stevenson. PixelDan.com's The Geek Easy Podcast is provided for entertainment purposes only. The views expressed are those solely of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily represent those of PixelDan.com or any other party. Be sure to join us next time for another installment of The Geek Easy Podcast.